Hi everyone, John Branning here. Thanks for tuning in to This Week at the Trump Poems. I've got five Trump poems for you this week uh, on a variety of themes, but they all seem to start with the letter I. We've got insults, we've got insurrection, we've got um, incompetency, and a few others. So anyway, I statements, as you know, those of you who have ever been in therapy are very important. So let's get on with these. And here's the first of our five Trump poems for the week. Mitt Romney, now senator from Utah, uh, came out with probably the strongest condemnation of Trump's actions as it relates to the impeachment inquiry, or at least as it relates to the phone call that led to the impeachment inquiry. Uh, other things happened during the week which stirred the GOP up even more, but we'll talk more about them later. Anyway, Mitt had some choice things to say for Trump. Trump had some choice things to say in return to Mitt. And so our first Trump poem is called Pompous and Circumstances. Mitt Romney is a pompous ass. Then condemnation from Ben Sass, And Collins wouldn't give a pass. Completely inappropriate. Ron Johnson, a Wisconsin lad, suggested at first he was mad. Then, said I told him, you've been had. My ire, he could not cope with it. The GOP's not found their voice, with others yet to share their choice. They seem afraid to criticize. Nice! Re-election is their opiate. You cross me? My response, scorched earth. The facts as I rebut? A dearth. My party gives me a wide berth, along with known associates. More whistleblowers come to light. That just means I'll ramp up the fight. I might get off scot-free despite my coziness with Soviets. The Dems have got the votes they need, but with McConnell in the lead, acquittals all but guaranteed. Those senators are closely knit. Yet as the truth keeps on emerging, public sentiments converging, voters pushing for my purging. Could that happen? Holy shit. Despite all of the kerfuffle, uh, coming from that call between Trump and Zelensky in Ukraine. Trump continues to characterize the call as perfect. So that got me to wondering what exactly constitutes a perfect call. And so that led to this Trump poem, Elements of a Perfect Phone Call. To make a perfect phone call, first, you dial the country code. Next, offer admiration for a victory bestowed. Remind the other person of the debt that you are owed then intimate a favor, so you won't be quid pro quoed. Be careful with your language, and a little bit obtuse, to guard against rogue listeners whose lips, perhaps, are loose. Don't spell out what you're asking for, just let your friend deduce. Your words, if they are twisted, could be fashioned as a noose. I'll offer one suggestion. You had best stay off the speaker. You never know who in the room may prove to be a leaker. When Rudy Giuliani is your personal truth seeker, be careful. His defense may make your prospects look much bleaker. The thing that you must guard against is one who blows the whistle. The law sure makes it difficult to mandate their dismissal. This really isn't treason, but it's certain you will bristle if it leads to your impeachment, which the polls suggest that this'll. La, 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 la. 
And then in the midst of everything else, Donald Trump announced that he was pulling American troops out of Syria with concern about what would happen with Turkish troops coming in across the border. And so the first of a couple Trump poems about that is called, You Cannot Be Syrias, S-Y-R-I-A apostrophe S. In my great and unmatched wisdom, I'll consider it off limits if the Turkish leader Erdogan, and here, let me reiterate, attacks the Kurds. He'll learn of my response within mere minutes. The economy of Turkey I'll destroy, also obliterate. There should be no ambiguity in what I'm calling here for, even though I am endorsing Turkish military options. All the Kurds, who were our allies, it's their lives they're now in fear for. They'll perhaps be struck by missiles or attacked by deadly toxins. Since we've now defeated ISIS and the cost of fighting battles is expensive, I've decided it's the moment for withdrawal. And the members of the SDF I now will treat as chattels. What will benefit from all that money saved? I know, my wall will. After speaking on the telephone with Turkey's strongman leader, I reversed course and abandoned our accord with Turkish fighters, since my buddy Erdogan says they are terrorism breeders. While we used to have their backs, now we will treat them as outsiders. I rejected the carping this move will destabilize the region, since again, I, in my wisdom, will clamp down on Turkish fufa. While my policy reversals and catastrophes are legion, I am sure I can convince you that nobody sees what you saw. Critics say I should unite and not divide, as I am prone to. And I've done so with this edict. Everyone's come out against it. But you must remember this, for it is I, and I alone, who disregarded my advisors, by myself incompetenced. It's like all of my casinos, when they finally went bankrupt, all those creditors and others who supported me, I stiffed them. It's the same thing with the Kurds now. As the tensions there get cranked up, I'll pull out. Let someone else contend with just how to assist them. One of Trump's attorneys issued a six-page letter to the Democratic leadership in the House making the dubious legal argument that the constitutionally mandated process of impeachment was, in fact, unconstitutional. He was uh, pretty roundly criticized for that letter. And so... Uh, the Trump poem about the letter, about the claims made within, uh, and some of the response to it is in this one called Fee, Defy, Foe, Fum. I've got nothing to hide, therefore nothing to show. Your inquiry process I won't undergo. I don't give a shit you're a co-equal branch. I'm betting you'll blink before you see me blanch. I've broken the law here, I've all but admitted it. Yet now I make claims your attempts illegitimate. You think with these efforts that you'll make a fool of me, but I say your effort here begs incredulity. A right to due process. I wrongly make that claim. And who blew the whistle? I sure want the rat's name. The inquiry process is strictly political. That's greed from my lawyer? Okay, let's admit it's dull. The codes for impeachment are found to be less acute than those in a courtroom. Judge, jury, execute. The standards are different, but I will ignore that. So if there's a hearing, I won't take the floor at. Your motive is clear here. You want to reverse the election I won fair and square. That's perverse. Of course, in my world, the word fair's definition will make your head spin, and it's also conditional. So what you are asking for, I will refuse you. Cooperate here? Pretty clear I won't choose to. 
My strategy here, sit and wait out the clock, you see, regardless of what harm it does to democracy. And our final Trump poem of the week returns to the situation in Syria and Trump's attempts to defend his uh, indefensible action. And this one is called Ally, Oops. The Kurds helped us fight against ISIS. The SDF brought in great clout. But now with this new Turkish crisis, I think we should stay the hell out. The Kurdish, although they were allies, and with our men fought side by side, mistakenly thought we were pals. I plan to let that relationship slide. Besides, they've not always been stalwarts. At Normandy, they were invisible. Back then, they were no action, all words. That comment my critics found risible. But what have they done for us lately? I mean, except help crush an enemy. Now both parties choose to berate me, since I'm not the friend I pretend to be. Right after I spoke with the head Turk, I pulled our guys out in a hurry. Should they remain safe or instead lurk as Turkish bombs rain down in fury? Of course, if those troops remain steadfast, then Turkey might not have invaded. Our standing with Kurds went to dead last as fragile peace quickly degraded. I made a choice, guided by wisdom and also by Erdogan's wishes. Seems most think I'm underneath his thumb, too eager to fall for his pitches. I said no more wars that are endless, and so made a hasty decision. But if this means we are left friendless, perhaps I need more supervision. And so another week's worth of Trump poems comes to an end. Thanks again for tuning into the podcast. Thanks so much for following along on the trumppoems.com or on the Facebook page, The Trump Poems, as these are posted in real time during the course of the week. Uh, certainly appreciate all of your comments, your responses, your likes. Uh, really would love some shares so we can build up the audience a little bit more. But thanks for listening. That's what's most important to me. Take care. This is John Branding saying thanks, and I'll be back in touch with you again soon for another episode of This Week at the Trump Poems. <laughs>